Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to your SmackDown post show for January 12th. I'm in better condition this week. I'm less coughing, less Joe Coffee for those of you that watch NXT. <laughs> but I am here. We're back out here reviewing SmackDown tonight. No Louise tonight, so only Super Chats and not Humper Chats, please, because I don't have Humper Chat access. But we do appreciate any way that you want to support us. And, guys, there's so many ways to do that, okay? You can send in your Super Chats. You can leave a thumbs up on this video, which is, like, the best free way to support us. It helps people find our post shows and the algorithm. And we would also invite you to subscribe to Fightful Select because, Alex... Mercedes watch is in full effect, people. Okay? Mercedes watch, 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 watch. watch. watch, watch. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we need like a little news intro. Um, I'm going to have to get that for us for next week. Updates. Every Please week do. we got a report on whether Sean shows up or not. We report. Him. I got breaking Hi, news. Alex, I'm standing here with Mercedes watch outside of the arena. Yeah, we'll just do a phone. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be like a 19 for Hello and welcome everybody to WPIX News. That's right. That's basically what it is. But no major updates as of recent. Nothing unexpected in the zeitgeist of Mercedes. But there is plenty more at Fightful Select, including spoilers for tonight's SmackDown post show, including Carmelo Hayes' appearance. Unfortunate what happened to that match. We're going to talk yeah. all about it. I don't have any updates on injury status. I know Sean always works really hard to find those things out, and they're generally pretty forthcoming with that information. Um, so hang in there a bit. I'm sure if he gets anything urgent, he will pop on the stream. Or stay tuned to his Twitter and to Fightful and Fightful Select. He doesn't usually hide um, injury news because that's a little icky behind the paywall. Sometimes there's supplementing details, but there's certain things that just don't belong back behind the paywall. So sure. he'll take care of those for you. Also just a big contract news year in general. You saw all those new Japan contracts that were coming up with the war dogs. You've got Drew McIntyre, Becky, Seth, so many people becoming free agents. All those WWE releases that are through their 90 days are going to be ending up places. Impact is now TNA. We've got so much going Jeez. on. So stay tuned to Fightful Select for the accurate... Looking at you, irresponsible aggregators. I'm not going to give you a, a Sean-style media literacy lecture because he will do that sometimes. That's not for me to give, but I will tell you that Fightful Select has all the accurate details and so much more. You get Sean's Q&A every week. You can ask all your Mercedes questions back there. You get me and Alex Pulowski doing uh, pay-per-view post shows when we're not on the main channel. We're back there doing an alternative post show for you guys. You get Ask Rhapsody. You get 
the list goes on or the hump goes on or whatever that is now. So FightfulSelect.com, 11,069 nice subscribers wow. strong. We appreciate that support so much. It's Thank honestly what pays us. So we know My that you can usually God. get the information, whether you pay the $5 or not, but that $5 goes a long way in supporting what we do at Fightful and a staff of over 40 people. So thank you for that. And I'm just finding out where you get paid. Yeah. Oh, no, Alex, you didn't realize. This is probably the, this is probably the sixth <laughs> month I'm, I'm hearing this. Oh, man. Oh, who do I speak yeah. to? Is there a Nick <laughs> Khan in Fightful that I can call? I'll tell you what. His name is Sean Rossap. That's who we send our oh, invoices to. Uh, despite what people want you to believe, he's a really great dude. But, Alex, we're here to talk some SmackDown. Um, last week I thought was great. This week I thought was pretty darn good. Uh, yeah. Things are feeling fresh. We're getting more of an in-ring focus as well, which for me, I really like because I'm an in-ring gal. So I was seeing those changes happen on Raw where there was all this in-ring match focus and I was just wistful over here, hoping it would come to SmackDown. We're starting to see that come alive with longer match times really high in-ring work as well. These are the best people in the world doing it, man. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, not as much of like a, a killer episode as I feel like last week was, but but a strong one and some really positive changes. What were your overall thoughts? You know, we spoke about this before we came on the air, and I was just like, it just feels good not to have overall the same matches, the same uh rematches over and over again kind of trying to tell the story in multiple different ways we understand that each story that is being told on television right now that is coming from a couple months ago like the bloodline it's kind of wrapping up and so it feels that way so it doesn't feel like they're just trying to make it longer and, and getting boring overall the show was really good and listen we started off hot baby we started off with the latinos you know how it is I'm I'm a a big fan of what, everything that they're doing with them. So, really, really good stuff from that tonight. I just am so impressed. I feel like they've been looking for Eddie Guerrero since they lost Eddie Guerrero. We get all these tributes, we get all these mentions, Always. but maybe the closest one to the effortless coolness, I would say Andrade is is right there too. He's an incredible performer, but Santos yeah. Escobar just has that cool thing about him that I love so much. But let's dive in to this episode we do get a quick video package recapping the um fatal four-way angle for royal rumble and we get right into it with jimmy uso and solo sokoa solo sokoa being revealed as the main attackers that ran off uh waller and theory and paul Heyman gets a microphone and calls nick aldis a james bond wannabe i love what comes next with Nick Aldis in this. I feel like there is so much logic into this authority figure, not putting up with any of the bloodlines S because we, he has no reason to, why would he, he's the authority figure and he wasn't even here for most of Roman's reign. Pretty much makes sense to me, but um, Heyman is whining out here saying that Roman's title will most certainly be lost at rumble because of the stipulation and he says that Nick Aldis is the bad guy. Now, Nick Aldis grabs the mic from Paul Heyman. This is why you watch shows and don't watch just the recap shows, because the way Nick Aldis grabs the microphone from Paul Heyman, he, there's so much storytelling in the presence of Nick Aldis. Um, if you do just watch us, we do appreciate it. But what I mean is the magic that you miss by not watching the shows um, is enhanced by us. But also, if you if you actually watch... 
Nick Aldis's whole presentation and the way he knows who he is and the way he participates in these relationships is really yeah. refreshing when we have been starved for an authority figure that is a matchmaker for so long on SmackDown. He has walked into this role and knocked it out of the park. But recapping what Nick Aldis says here, after grabbing the microphone from Heyman, um, he says that they are not equals, which I love. He mm-hmm. says that the four-way match at Royal Rumble is a done deal and uh, that they are not going to ruin any more matches after they've already ruined a few because they are going to be in the main event of tonight's show. That was the only place I paused and said, fat chance that stops them. I was a little bit right about that. <laughs> the only thing where I was like, mm, Nick Aldis, you should be smarter than that. Um, <laughs> but we get Solo, Sokoa, Uso, and Roman Reigns versus... AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton set as the main event, and Paul Heyman is fuming about this, tries to grab that mic back, and Aldis won't let it go. Uh, but he points out that Roman Reigns doesn't come here to Nebraska. Are you kidding? Uh, and Aldis says, oh, that's right. Reigns started something he can't finish. Love that. Love him having some teeth as the authority figure wondering where his own champion is. Um, and he says if they can't find a third... It's going to be a three-on-two handicap match, and Heyman is talking to Solo and Jimmy backstage after this. Tells them not to worry. He would find them a tag partner. Let's start with that, and then we'll run through kind of the rest of what leads to the main event as well. But I love how much Nick Aldis is, like, not taking anybody's crap. He's making logical decisions. He's making match-based decisions. He has no patience for the Bloodlines BS. And he's acting like an authority figure. On the show. Absolutely home run for me, this Nick Aldis run so far. What were your thoughts on our opening segment here? I I, I um mirror everything you just said. The thing about Nick Aldis is that he's an outsider. He's somebody that was never in there doing anything with WWE that you saw repetitively before or or anything. Yeah, this um, is very fresh coming so in. Agreed. Be, right. So because you have someone who has never been in the mix with any storylines with anyone, Nick Aldis feels like a true, real authority figure, like someone who was brought in to take care of business. And he's been doing that since he came in. So it feels fresh. It feels good. And I like it. I would say this. A lot of people already on the Twitter are saying that they would like to see him in the ring, right? Uh, Against whomever, even Roman. I would I would just kind of keep him out of the ring for a while because then we're going to kind of fall back into the old WWE ways where the authority figure is someone like, you know, of that presence that could still wrestle and then you're throwing him back into the ring, you know what I'm saying? And then kind of just now you have all that in my head. This is just me in storytelling, that fantasization between all these, sure. uh, you know, the higher-ups and the wrestlers. So I think they should just keep because he's so good. He's so good where yeah. I believe he's really putting something down on you. It is really refreshing because so many of the authority figures that we've had before, even in situations where it was great, like when Seth Rollins was under the authority and then broke free from that, like Nick Aldis isn't playing teacher's pet with anybody. He doesn't have any favorites. And that makes you such a believable authority figure because he's just trying to run a show um, and make matches and make competitive things happen on the show. He is not like, that person's my favorite, and so I'm going to coddle them immediately. I really do appreciate that. And I hear what you're saying. I am undecided on that because I think head of SmackDown versus head of the table is a really fun intermittent program. Mm 
But I also feel like he's obviously not going to dethrone Roman. So then you have your authority figure losing to the head of the table just feels like a little bit wonky to me. So I, I don't think he gets in the ring because I think it would compromise how much authority he genuinely has. And it's really refreshing to have that on the show. We were starved for it for so, so long. So really, really good stuff to open this up. And later we do get him shopping around for some potential tag partners. This was kind of fun. Now, my only thing is the first guy he's going for is not Carlito. Let's be real. Like, I love Carlito, but we do have a backstage with Heyman and Carlito here talking about the main event. Heyman even has his apple in his hand, which I love. Carlito <laughs> turns him down, which makes sense because he's the, the face and all this. Feels like Heyman should have gone for Escobar. The problem is, if you're going to go for Escobar, there's no reason for Escobar not to say yes, <laughs> because right. he doesn't wrestle later. We see him get in an altercation shortly, but um, I would want that to actually come to fruition if he was going to go for Escobar, so he kind of can't. And then we have Pretty Deadly later approaching Heyman. I know you're a huge Pretty Deadly fan. I I'm a fan myself. So They're so funny. They pitch themselves as Solo and Uso's partners, and then Heyman says that he only needs one of them. And they're like, oh, didn't we have that thing? Didn't we have that <laughs> thing that we had to go do? Which I also liked because they approached as a tag team. And then he's like, it's got to be one of you. Very, very, very fun. Um, love both of those things happening. And I also love this. The heels, the bad guys, couldn't find the third partner. The people who are supposed to be assholes on the show or the ones that can't find a partner. Now, heels also leverage things like money or, you know, I've got your back, you've got mine stuff. But so often, Alex, we see in WWE baby faces that can't make friends. And I'm like, they're the nice guys. These are the people people should want to be helping. Um, and the heels always seem to find friends, which is annoying. So I kind of liked that we got this where um, at the end of this, it's two on three and they have to kind of leave it in the hands of, um jimmy and solo and I, I just thought that was really nice that a heel didn't have friends here and that paul Heyman tries to spin this into like you know what you guys have got it not this like nobody wants to help us out thing when roman's not around um really really fun stuff what did you think overall of this and what did you think about carlito and uh pretty deadly in this you know what? The pretty deadly bit really got to me. I was, as so soon funny. as I heard him come up and the, uh, my lord, my lord, a, a chosen one. <laughs> I was like, what? My lord. <laughs> and why are they calling him my lord? And I was, and I fell for it. I thought it was really good. Um, but the fact that they kept the team from finding a third is so different from what they've always done, where someone always interferes or someone jumps in to the fight in some sort of way so keeping it just them two and and it felt really cool to see everyone turn them down even bobby lashley who's super gray right now we don't know which side he's of the fence he's going for you know he's like know the only I'm time gonna i'm gonna be in the ring not. you don't know I, I, we talked about this i texted you some more joe's next um <laughs> <laughs> you know how, how does bobby lashley he's like hey i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fight in this match unless it's roman like i like that yeah, that's the way I. it should be. Why would I join you guys? You guys have been causing havoc on every show for the last like three to four years. I loved it. And I hope that they when this story finally settles, I believe that this might be the what defines this era 
is this bloodline storyline, how they, they were able to put it together and how well everyone else was a supported cast member to the A story. So close. Because there has never, in my opinion, been a true justification as to why Jimmy, who was the first one to super kick him, Jimmy, who was the one who convinced Jay to leave, just suddenly rejoined. Um, I, it's so close to perfect that the not perfect thing is pretty maddening about it to me. Uh, yeah. But I understand what you're saying, and that this. I is think I put pink. that on the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, whatever. A lot you of know? people have. Like, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I should hold them accountable. But it just, it just, it feels right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. He's and that was also he wants to be ago. a fool. Yeah. Most people have moved on. Um, there is. How dare you not move on, Kate? Uh, I, I, I'm Alex Blasky's co-host. A lot of times, I'm not oh, allowed. Oh shoot! Yeah, um, but. <laughs> No, but it does sincerely bug me because it was such a big deal when they left for him to turn on Jay should have had a better linchpin. And they kind of were dancing around it. Like he was like, I didn't want you to turn into Roman. And then so for him to just go back to Roman anyway is a creative mm -hmm. frustration that they never solved. Joel Pearl actually brought this up. Rare moment of him being of value. No, um, <laughs> I love Joel. We kid. Uh he said it would have been really cool if Jimmy tried to rejoin the bloodline and Roman just like rejected him. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like Jimmy's all alone and then he faces Jay at Mania. Like that leaves so many options open, but that's not what happened. He just kind of, without explanation, <laughs> rejoined the bloodline. Sure. You saw Roman's hesitation, which I thought was good, but they never really paid that off in any sort of way. We got some super chats coming in from our more supportive friends like Taylor saying, Hey, Alexis and Kate, hope you are both great. Uh, was it just me or did SmackDown seem to fly by tonight? Enjoyed the ending. Yes. When they yeah. have shows with longer match times, it goes by so fast. The tag match that we're about to talk about and Bianca and Bailey was 26 minutes just with those two matches. It makes it fly by so much quicker. It's one thing that when AEW is in its own wheelhouse, um, they're really, really great at is giving matches time. And then you look at the clock and you're like, holy crap, that went by yep. so, so fast. Really, really refreshing. Kim Gray saying, just saying hi to some of my faves. Well, hi to you, Kim. Kim's awesome, man. She's the best. Hello, Kim. Sorry, I was taking a drink of my large water mug. <laughs> Your large water mug. Large water. Um, oh, whoops, that needs to be starred for later. Sorry. Um, without Luis today, I am I am all disoriented here, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna make it through. <laughs> so we do get to our first match of the night, which is Angel Garzo, uh, Garza and Humberto Carrillo. I'm gonna let you say these things from now on, defeating Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro. Um we have Santos Escobar on commentary. She kind of tips the hat to what's going to happen a little bit. But at the finish, we get Carlito's music hitting and Carlito and Escobar uh, fighting through the crowd a little bit. We get Garza with the roll up on Wild and holding the ropes for the win here. Kind of backwards that the distraction person was came out to distract a team and then that team ended up winning anyway. Like the distraction paid off, not at all, but it was a brawl through the crowd. So that distraction yeah. kind of should feel disconnected from the finish. Look, I really liked this. This is some of the best work we've seen. I think out of um, Del Toro for sure. And um, I liked the finish that we got with wilds and 
some other really fun spots in this, man. The corkscrew plancha from Del Toro on Korea yeah. was great. Um, Wild hitting that spike DDT in this, and Carrillo having that really nice sit-out power bomb, I thought was really, really fun. I felt like the brawl kind of overpowered the match because it had Carlito, who everybody loves, and it had Escobar, who everybody hates but like loves because he's really good at this right so it kind of felt like all the star power was like feuding away over there and it, it took a little bit away from the match for me rather than adding to it but this is something i think they could run back without it feeling like another rematch but this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. I think this is going to be... A really, really fun feud. And I think with when Ray gets back, man, we are like off to the races proper. Santos Escobar is a main event star. Please let him be one at some point. Um, I'm loving this feud. I'm loving the Santos heel turn. I love what is happening here. They just look like superstars whenever you see Garza and Carrillo alongside him. Like this stable is looking awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. Absolutely love it. Good stuff here. This match was about 10 minutes long. That felt like the right amount of time here. What do you think? Listen, um, that's how you start a show. That's how you get everybody warmed up. That's how you get people, you know, to kind of start losing their voice nice and early. Um, big shout out to the homie, you know, Santos Escobar, hermano. He's doing it up, man. I can't. He's the best. The, vign he's the vignette. He looks like a freaking, like, he's the star of the group, which is what I wanted to from the beginning instead of a supporting player to Rey Mysterio, you know? And if in the future you have someone like Andrade come through and, you know, show up, you'd necessarily, the old Vince McMahon adage is that you just throw them, <laughs> punch them all together. <laughs> you don't have to do that. But you have someone there who can really physically step up to somebody like a Santos if he does come back as a face and get in his face. You know what I'm saying? And they can have they, an all-out match. You know sure. what I'm saying? So I think that whatever he does going to the future here with Santos, whatever they're doing with him, they continue to elevate him because I want to see him in a with some gold on him. You know what I'm saying? 
Look, there is only one thing that I would change, and it's an addition of Electra Lopez on NXT. Alex Blasky says it all the time. Absolute smoke show Hispanic woman that can knock you out with a punch added to this presentation is a home run addition. They don't have to do it the second. They don't have to do it even before Royal Rumble, I wouldn't say. But you are leaving money on the table. She is one of the most just beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. And her presence about her. When she walks in, when she's walking down the ramp, you are you are paying attention. Your eyes are drawn to her for yeah. the fact that she is lovely to look at. But also because she owns the room that she walks into. Sure. Um, she isn't like the strongest in ring necessarily. But I think the like pseudo valet position where she can do some damage to people who won't do damage back to her because she's a woman um and she can it's an intimidating looking punch that comes from her she looks like a badass when she does it so add her to this presentation i think it would be really 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 fun especially because on the good guy side i'm assuming zelina is still going to be a part of that side of things so you could do some really really fun like equalizing stuff there yeah, I think um, and it'll it'll give something Selena to do as well. Like, you know, she wants to wrestle. She wants to be in the ring. So, I mean, pff, have what better way? Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. it. Absolutely. Get some mixed tags going. Get some singles matches going. We could Bring back the mixed tag show going. on Facebook TV. And well, let's no, go. we don't want to do that. <laughs> One LT photo ruining my life by I'm saying. that old. Just popping in to say, Kate, you lost the game. Listen, 1LT photo. Hey, do you remember the game? Lieutenant. You're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna accidentally ban you again, and you're gonna have to become the third lieutenant because we accidentally <laughs> banned him as one up to photo. Apologies. We're gonna unban you someday, but not when you keep sending in messages like that. Do you remember the game, or are you like a little, just like a couple years older than me? We'll, we'll separate you from that. When someone would be like, "Oh, you know what? You just lost the game," and that was the game. Was like, if you think of the game, that means you lost the game. I think like I'm at the top of the age bracket for this down like another four years and it just wow. that's it. It's like because Pulowski didn't know it either. There was like this very short-lived period where you would text someone and just be like, hey, you just lost the game, and you would answer it probably on a flip phone and be like, No. And I tweeted, like, hey millennials, when was the last time you just lost the game and why is it right now? Because like that's the whole thing. And I got so many replies that were like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. And now one LT photo just did it to me. Listen, you old people need to get it together, okay? you remember the game. You old folks here got to get it together, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm a young, lavishing-looking fella, you know? Wow. Okay. In my prime. I have no idea over. what game you're talking about. <laughs> Only game I know is Triple H. <laughs> but like that's a thing you could text someone and be like hey have you thought of this and it would be a meme of triple h and they'd be like triple h you know the what? game i just lost the game i'm gonna text chair delaware and ask her that you should like, hey, ask her she might know the game i feel like did she you would lose know the, the game. game if she if she says what the f you're talking about I'm like, oh, look it was kate's fault maybe <laughs> it's an i have no but you were in jersey i was gonna say maybe it's a northeast thing no no you know what i'll be completely honest perhaps i was part of that whole thing and I just blocked it out. And it's I very don't remember. It was a short-lived amount of time. Man, what what year are you talking? Maybe let's let's put it out there. What year? Like 
2005 to okay and i'll tell you why this man right here was in war okay slightly more important than the game i guess yeah so i missed (laughs) i missed all of that so i was i was uh in the service so we were not playing well you lost a game we were playing hey you almost lost an arm (laughs) all right you didn't have to go that hard on me like that okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i apologize to everyone in the chat i should have not gone there You're, you served. You're allowed to go wherever the hell you want. I, I completely just turned this portion upside down. Sean just fired me via text. I'll see you all <laughs> on threads. He would never. He would never. <sighs> well, speaking, uh, I don't have any segue. We're just going to dive right back <laughs> into this. I was I was thinking of like a cute little the game Triple H thing, but there's really not like a way to just. We got Nick Aldis and Carmelo Hayes. Talking backstage, getting interrupted by Theory and Waller. This is to set up their match later in the night. So we will expand upon that. Um, But before that, we get some good stuff here. We get Logan Paul calling Kevin Owens a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Woof. I don't know. Better than fat shaming, I guess. But cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. My goodness. I would be a liar, liar, pants on fire if I said I was entertained by this segment. Listen, I'm a professional broadcaster and super, I'm putting myself over today, super (laughs) producer extraordinaire for the celebrities all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I really dislike anything that that man does on (laughs) my blessed WWE television, which I spend two, five, 16 hours a week watching. Why is this man on my TV any minute of the day? Really upsets Look, me. And, and I, it's always the cheap shots. It's never something constructive. It's always a cheap shot. Well, and like cheap shots make you hate people. So I get Second it. Second great cheap shots. It's that part. It's it's everyone being like, man, this guy talks so much S. And then him being like, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. And I'm like, okay. Because um, every week, like he's not my favorite dude either for reasons unrelated to wrestling. So every week I sit down and I'm like, Kate, be objective. Is it good wrestling programming? How dare you? Don't. This isn't your like personal demographics. I have to like separate those things, right? And then tonight I was like, okay, well, this is just an LL round because he just said you're a pumpkin eater on my television. God, but the I guess more important thing is he also says that he's going to sue Kevin Owens because of his black eye. Um, it's wrestling people. Uh, but he said if he's going to beat him, he's going to have to do it without his cast. And Kevin Owens coming in to save the day. He always just is like, see, this is why everybody wants to punch you in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I always appreciate, but he extends an invitation to the Kevin Owens show. And boy, oh boy, I hope somebody writes Logan Paul segments to be a little bit stronger than Cheater, Cheater, Pumpkin Eater on the KO show because, uh, woof. I don't even think he has writers. I'm just being completely honest. I think I, they're just I telling think he him, hey. actually has over. I think he has writers that over edit would be my guess. I think because he's newer at this, people are going so scripted with him that yeah. he sounds like an idiot would be my I guess. I think that's just him because you just say he sounds like an idiot. I'm on a roll today, baby. I like it. I took my alpha brain, whatever that is. 
okay, all right, we're not going into like weird Joe Rogan. So unless they want to sponsor us, then oh no no no, that's I didn't even know that's Joe Rogan. I heard it on Stone Cold podcast. Okay, never mind then. I take that back. If you want to sponsor us, Alpha Brain, I have no idea. I'm just sitting over here with my little beta brain needing to be alpha. Yeah, those those beta brains. Yeah, give me whatever. (laughs) Hey, you know what I loved? This gonna surprise nobody. Alex, they said the word "tecker." They did. Yeah, on television. Do you know how much my little tecker heart grew three sizes, like the Grinch this day? I was so happy about what we got. Not just because I heard the word "tecker" on American television, because that just my heart was was warmed. This little vignette between Butch, who I don't think we're going to be calling Butch very long. And Tyler Bate was wonderful. They're having coffee with, I think, Tatum <laughs> Paxley's in the background of this, I think. So There's they're having coffee. There's a lot of people back NXT. there, yeah. <laughs> but Butch, um, they're having coffee. And Butch slash turning back into Pete Dunn, I think, says that he can handle himself. It was a one and done deal with Pretty Deadly. Tyler sure. Bate kind of leans into his, we should work on some mindfulness and meditation stuff that he was doing in NXT, and uh, Butch tells Tyler Bate to shut up. He does. And Tyler Bate <laughs> pitches him. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Butch is talking about how they should do things separately, and Tyler Bate is saying, let's show the world what British Strong Style is all about again. Sure. And this ends kind of in this unresolved way, but it sure felt like we were leading back into Pete Dunn territory and that... Tyler Bate might be on the main roster to say well, he, it makes me so happy. He kept on, he kept on egging him on. He's like, "What's that name? What's that name?" Like yes. the minute that that line came out, I'm like, "Boom!" I write scripts for a living, my friends, and I work in the industry. So when he said that line, that was that was what you want to listen to. That was the it line, and the fact that he's like, "Hey, listen, the brawly brute over, bruv." You know, like all this stuff. I was like, oh, my God, he's putting everything behind him. He, he kept is. on saying, what's that name that's going to bring you back? What is what's it? Tell me. And then he goes, Bru-, and it shuts off. He's, he was going to say the bruiser weight. Pete Dunn, baby, let's go. What's and, and we've been, I, listen, I'm not saying this is happening, but I do think it's happening. It better. Okay. They cannot get me this excited to let me tell. We here on the SmackDown post show have been talking about this for years. Yeah. Way back when, 93. We need to bring him back to being who he is. And I think they're listening. I, I honestly feel like they all gather in catering and watch the show after the event is over. And yeah, what do you think, Kate? I think. Uh, everyone listens to us because we're so important. I love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for us too. And you know what else I love? When my like Twitter replies are all like, Kate, they said Deckers. Yeah. Kate, yeah. they said Deckers. Pete Dunn is coming back. I love when people think of me about something wrestling. I thought about you immediately. When he I said, am shoving it down people's throats. <laughs> he said Deckers. He said, he said, uh, what's that name? And immediately I was like, I need to text Kate because I think they. They're talking, talking to her heart right now. My language and well, just I'm saying Triple H teasing a name change was for UK. I think so too. I think it's just for me. They were like, listen, we can't force Bobby Lashley to send you a suit, but what we can do is keep you from complaining about 
Pete Dunn being named Butch every single week on your stupid show. I love that you're like, <laughs> they can't force a guy to send me a suit. No, they can't. They can't. They can't. <laughs> oh, They're like, we can't steal Bobby Lashley's clothes and send them to you, but we can do things like say Techers on television as Asian Joe, a part of the Mark Order podcast every Wednesday with love it when I can be there and. I'm not sick or my power isn't out. Uh, he says a super chat because Packers <laughs> was said on SmackDown. I'm yeah, so yeah, yeah. Happy. <laughs> Alex, I am confident that Pete Dunne is coming back from oh, me too. the doldrums of Bush. I'm so confident I would oh lay money on it. That's how confident I am. But if you are less confident about what you want to lay money on, you know where you can check? About betting online. Yeah. Bet online. Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about Bet Online AG, the official betting partner of Fightful. Whenever you hear about odds for wrestling events, boxing events, MMA events, or really anything, it comes from betonline.ag. They have the earliest lines with odds open before the competition. You can bet big with high limits and rebet functionality. They have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in just minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit the biggest markets like nfl nba ncaa nhl ufc plus odds for things like wwe aew and tons of other companies as well they also have a bunch of popular games they've been trusted for 25 plus years as i mentioned if we have odds here on fightful they are always coming from betonline.ag check it out my friends bet what you can Please bet responsibly. We bet love responsibly. our friends at Bet Online AG. They made such an investment in us, and we appreciate it so much. Similar to how our other great sponsor for tonight, Nord, uh, has invested in us. So even if you're not a betting person yourself, please just drop them a line, throw them a tweet, let them know you found out about them through us. That kind of stuff goes a long way with helping nurture our relationships with our wonderful sponsors who support the show. So. Uh, please let them know. And if you are a betting person, head on over there. Like Sean said, earliest betting lines available at Bet Online AG. So check them out. Using Bet Online for my Dallas Cowboys this Sunday. So yeah. Good. Luck. If I win some money, I'll, uh, you know, sponsor I'll the show. Well, cheeseburger or something. <laughs> well, I'd be hungry. Buy some cheeseburger merch. We love the wrestler cheeseburger here. He's got some great throwback designs. So go get your, <laughs> your cheeseburger t-shirts. But that doesn't you're... surprise me that that's something like that like, is related to wrestling. Of course. We love cheeseburger. The I world famous it. CB. He's the best. But if you're winning money, you know how you should spend it. Fightfulselect.com. Best $5 in the biz. Most breaking news in the biz. Accurate news as well. You're going to get your Mercedes updates. It's pretty simple. She's expected to go to AEW. That's about it. That's all you need to know right now. I'm thinking she's going to be number 30, but who knows? I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to think that way, and I think there's going to be a lot of people who are wrong, but you never know. It's pro wrestling. We've seen some wild stuff happening this year, but head on over to FightfulSelect.com. In addition to everything that I've already mentioned on the show, Voting is closed, but we did have the Fightful Awards going up. Those are for subscribers only. Um, 
we do them at the end of every year now, it seems. We did them last year. We do them this year. There's all sorts of fun subscriber perks. I always put Sean's Q&A over because I think it's so valuable. If you ever have any questions about anything in wrestling, Sean will at least try to get you an answer on those Q&A mm -hmm. shows. So very much appreciate it. And I appreciate chats like this from Orion Ben that says Kate's Tech or Coffee Shop. <laughs> yeah, they're all like... Um, you can get the heel hook espresso and you can get the, the Cobra Twist uh, latte. It'll be all just like a bunch of very nerdy things. And you can order all your coffee at the arm bar. Oh. I'm adorable. You are. <laughs> I'm opening my adorable. coffee shop tomorrow. Um, so... We shall move along. Guys, get in your super chats. No Humper chats tonight because no Luis tonight, which is making me very nervous Word. at all times. But um, I don't want to miss anything. So send in your super chats only. And please, if you would be so kind to leave a thumbs up on this video, that really helps us out with people finding us on the old YouTube. But <laughs> we move along to something that I both liked and didn't like at the same time. Now, Bianca and Bailey tear it down in the ring every time. And tonight was no exception. I really, really like watching them wrestle, which is convenient because I've seen it nine times. And I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. Bianca has won every single time. Now, what happened tonight in the ring? Really great. Story advanced. So this yes. makes sense. Charlotte is also out. I'm pretty sure that's something we were going to be incorporating into all this with Bianca and Charlotte. Um, so you have to make adjustments, but man, I'm sick of seeing Bailey lose to Bianca, but man, I'm not sick of seeing them wrestle each other. The matches are always, always, always a blast. This was no exception. We have Bianca rolling to the outside and Bailey wanting damage control to attack Bianca, but they wouldn't. And that caused some frustration. And back in the ring, we get Bianca hitting the spear and the KOD on Bailey for the win. Here's where I have a problem with it. Bianca also took out tag team champions and Dakota Kai and Io Sky uh, when she was a champion herself, like all the time. She made them look like chumps all the time because they'd go to interfere on Bailey's behalf and she would just win anyway. And that made them look bad. They should be pissed about that still. Like they should want to beat Bianca. Um, I understand that there's dissension and damage control, but I think they would be more favorable to Bailey at this point still than to Bianca. Um, and I also in the backstage, I think this is them being clever, but if it's not, it's really bad writing because Dakota Kai after this match talks to Bailey and tries to reassure her and says like, we thought you would have had her on your own. And I'm like, from what the eight times that she lost her, <laughs> we didn't think you needed our help. What hmm. do you have for that? Now I think that's Dakota Kai playing a game if it's not it's terrible writing because bailey loses every single time bailey does yeah. great like okay but we're stronger together um and they kind of redirect bailey's focus to royal rumble some other spots that i loved in the match was just bailey is always the first one to go for bianca's hair and she's like the only one who does it and i'm like why wouldn't you i feel about the same way about heels that go after Brian Daniels. And I'm like, why wouldn't you go after that guy's eye? He is wrestling with a freaking eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> of course, as a heel, you go after that. Um, really fun stuff here with initially Bailey 
tying uh, Bianca's braid to the bottom rope and Bailey trying to pull on that braid, but Bianca using it to her advantage and punching Bailey. Um, <laughs> Bianca landing a backbreaker for a two count in here shortly after another hair spot. Like some really, really good work. These two always bring it. I just feel like Bianca feud with literally anyone else challenge at this point. My hope is that they don't face each other another five times between now and Royal Rumble. My right. hope is that we get really fresh matchups with Bianca and Io Sky, Bianca and Dakota if she's cleared, Bianca and Asuka. Like, those things could bring a really nice wind into this if she faces them. Um, but I've seen it a lot, and it's always the same outcome. This time, story motivation, so I get it. And, man, they tear it up when they're in there. This got almost seven, 16 and a half minutes. This is yeah. Awesome. I love seeing women's wrestling get this much time on my television. Uh, what did you think of this? I, I thoroughly enjoyed the entire match. Uh, it, it didn't feel like it was something that I saw uh, before. They just they have such great synergy in the ring, the way that they're able to tell the story. Um, I'm big on that. Like, you know, you don't need to have a storyline to get into a match. If you two are going to get into a match, I want to see what you can do in the ring. And sure. the, these two ladies... They could be on opposite sides of the spectrum. And once you put them in the ring, they're killing it. Um, I love that spot where she's like, my knee, my knee. Oh, and, yes. and she's like literally with the damn ref in front of her. She's like, do you guys mind going to beat the crap out of her for me? Thanks. And they don't do it. They're like, I don't know. Uh, we, we're not going to do it. Which, again, is it's leading to that dissension, to that breaking point of what's going to happen to this faction. You know what's crazy is that we have Damage Control, which has been together for a while now, and someone like the Bloodline, which has also been together for, before that. We're really? seeing two factions that might be breaking up soon because, sure. you know, the girls are just going to get renamed, you know, the women, not girls, sorry, the women, uh, yeah. while, you know, whatever happens with Sokoa and, and, you know, the twins, if they decide to fight each other and then, you know, mend those bridges and get back together, you know, uh, Jimmy and Jay, so... I don't know. Like it's crazy because and Judgment seeing, Day too. By the way, like Judgment Day is yeah. another team that's going that's trending downhill. So as you see these teams kind of dwindling down, you see you see everything else that kind of is coming coming up with the LWO, the real LWO, the Legado, uh, you know, and and everything else that's coming up. What was uh, freak? I forgot the name of AOP and them. There's another one like the Time Trackers or whatever. Like it, it's so. The it's Last be, Testament. The Last Testament. Yes, there okay. we go. Sorry, the time trackers. Okay, um, I've got thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I, I loved it. The girl, the, the women are are just some special, man. They are. It's, it's really cool to see how organically this has all come together. I do think, because WWE was in talks with Mercedes, that maybe the story went to a certain point because they thought Mercedes was going to be coming in. And that's such yeah. a natural place for her to enter. Um, and then I think maybe because it sounds like they haven't landed her, that maybe this story is taking a little bit different of a direction. So mm -hmm. we will see. But we've got Will chiming in. You guys are being so nice to us tonight. Thank yes, you so thank much. thank you so much. Saying me and my surgery are just sad for Bailey. Well, I'm sorry about your surgery. Uh, that backstage segment was like, tell me Dakota is the new leader without saying she's the new leader. Dakota is so interesting to me because she's the pivot point in a lot of this, in my opinion. Like, she just... Um, was the closest kind of with Bailey when this was all going on. She's always been on Bailey's side. The mm -hmm. tension that she and EO Sky had doesn't exist with her and Dakota just because Dakota wasn't here. She was injured. So 
she doesn't really have a clear allegiance. And so her being this kind of middle ground, I absolutely love. I thought it was so much fun here. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff in the women's storytelling. For real. I love it. Um, Well, you referenced it. And I actually forgot to put it in my rundown because I'm so... Oh, no, it's right here. Sorry. That is actually nice. So used to Louise helping me out. I'm so scared I'm going to leave stuff out. But we get Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Street Business Profits walking to the ring with their suits and jackets. Not their ring gear. Just dangling the carrot in front of me. Not doing anything about it. Send me a suit, Bobby Lashley. Send her a suit. You got Bobby Lashley grabbing the microphone and calling out Cross and AOP, which as we know now, the final testament is their name. Um, Lashley saying that he wants to settle things right here, right now, which we know is not true. You know why? Because you're in one of those suits and not ring gear, Bobby Lashley. Mm -hmm. Lights go down. Out comes Paul Elring and points at the big screen and Robocross appears. (laughs) Robocross. (laughs) Jesus we just Christ. let this guy be a dude why is he half a robot in this alex oh why is he spooky or why did i not see that and now i will never unsee it God. it was so weird this like terminator thing um but anyway he comes out to talk a bunch of ass he introduces aop reveals the group name as the final testaments scarlet is now a brunette and hot around him um I don't know why he can't just be a person. I'm hoping this is like symbolic for the vignette and this isn't going to go overly gimmicky. Just let him be a badass, please, for the love of God. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why it was out of Terminator. That was so weird. He said out of Terminator. <laughs> it, was, it was out of Terminator. Just let him you be know, a guy. <laughs> I think be the a pro- guy. I, I think New the agenda. Karen is- Cross is a guy. That he's just, yeah, he just, I think he has some input into what he wants to do and whatever is happening with, you know, creative, the way that they want him to go. I think they're kind of meeting halfway, you know, and he's now half man, half robot, you know, and if you throw a creepy mask on him, he can be bondage robot man, uh, which would really work, I think. But um, yeah, so he pointed at the screen, like you said before, there was like a countdown while he was talking too. Right? Yeah, it's probably to a bomb that has, or he has 20 <laughs> seconds before he self-destructs. I don't know, Alex. I there, was a, there was a countdown going on with the whole video thing. And, um, I, you know, they reveal the name and they kind of leave it open. Right? It kind of felt weird, Bobby Lashley screaming at, at, uh, at them in the ring. Um, like you let's go get them, but no one moves. <laughs> what, what did you guys see that? Like they're pointing at the screen and no one's like reacting to it. Um, I hope that this is a good turn for carry on, carry, carry on, uh, for cross just because he's been very, very missed instead of hit in the last couple of years. So, uh, looking forward to this new reincarnation. And hoping that he puts some the pain, no pun intended. <laughs> I'm gonna roll today, baby. Uh, with his new team on everyone. I'm very excited about the prospect of Paul Ellering working with him and AOP. Like that makes me really happy. I just don't need him 
to be partially a robot, but maybe I'm also maybe. like I'm that's just me though too. Like I'm I like wrestlers who are wrestlers and in-ring wrestlers. Like that is I am so excited about the possibility that Pete Duff is returning. Okay. I'm opening a coffee shop about it. That's how excited I am. Okay. No. My Tecker no. coffee shop. Speaking of which, Meet Norma says, here's a small sack of monies for Minion 690069. That's me. And Alex for snacks and or other contraband. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Well, if you want to spend $5, you can come into Kate's Tecker Coffee Shop and European Clutch your way to a delicious cup of coffee. Hi, can I have an arm bar, please? (laughs) Hold the sugar. Hold the arm? Ah? Oh, Ah? wow. Hold the arm. You win. Um... We got a chat here that says, which is better, old her business or her business 2.0? Mm. Uh, old her mm. business. Old mm. her business because Bobby Lashley was just like a cool face. And I love the pairing of him with the Street Profits, but they're like just suddenly faces. And I was getting into the heel Street Profits and getting into the heel faction. Now we're back in babyface land with no reason as to why. So I am going to say... I am more into her business the first time around, but that is not a slight yeah. at anybody in this um, new version. I like everybody in it, and I liked what they were doing, but it just feels like we took a hard left without explaining anything. For sure, Do you have a preference. Um, for me, honestly, because the street profits to me were kind of like getting a little bit stale. Um, I'm a little bit more optimistic about what they're going to be doing with the 2.0. Um. I know there's some names out there that I saw online that they're trying to uh, throw around. I don't know if you've seen them. I have. Um, Yeah, I don't (laughs) want to mention it. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) Um, I'm hoping that it's not that. And uh, they they turn them into legit contenders, especially with factions everywhere. It is like, we should name this WWE Faction 2.0 because I haven't seen this many factions since the end of uh, the 90s into the 2000s. Do not call anything 2.0 after what I sat through with NXT 2.0. Please, thanks. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about that. Can Can you see where Triple H is at now? Like how I'm so happy for him because that was taken away from him. It was and NXT Nickelodeon. is still that don't get me wrong, the talent there is great. Dragon, yes. Dijak, Carmelo, right. Braun, the women get a ton of time. Even sure. people that are like in the mid-card are great. Like Gigi Dolan, Blair Davenport, Tiffany Stratton's a star. They have done a good job of the talent that is there growing yeah. and curating. It is the wild, wild west booking-wise, and that is not for me. Like, I like wins and losses mattering, and wins and losses are still, like, just a toss-up there. Uh, So that is, as far as creatively, a disconnect for me, because why are you wrestling if wins and losses don't matter? Uh, But I get to be a part of Sour Graps, so it's actually a lot of fun, because we are, what does Alex say? Hyper-constructive criticism. Constructive like hypercriticism. Um, and we also sing songs and tell jokes. So it's a good I like time. That. But, I like that more than everything. Yeah. But it's better than just the 2.0 era was. Like we have the Heritage Cup, we've got Noam Dar, Ilya Dragonoff's your champion. Like mm. there's some good momentum in NXT, but sometimes there's some real head scratcher stuff going on, man. <laughs> I will not mention 2.0 again. <sighs> I liked the tag team 2.0 though. Uh, me too. Yeah, I was gonna say I like 2.0 though. <laughs> 
Here's what I don't like, and it's when matches end because of an injury or trying to prevent injury, um, and that is unfortunately, unfortunately mm-hmm. what we got with this Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes match, as broken by FightfulSelect.com earlier in the spoiler section, because we do keep the lineup and the spoilers separate from each other. People are trying to avoid those spoilers. Um, Carmelo Hayes, NXT standout, multi-time champion there. Really, really, really bright future with this guy, ready to be on the main roster mm-hmm. um, in a very active and long-term story right now. So I don't think a permanent call up here, but getting some more familiarity with the main roster, showing up here, unfortunate ending. We have Theory running Hayes into a corner and Theory going for something from the second rope. I'm not quite sure what it was, but they just, they both landed awkwardly um, and the ref threw up the X. And uh, you just, under any circumstances, hate to see matches end that way. Um, Doesn't matter. People will dissect it. And it was his fault. No, it was his fault. It was Mm. supposed to be this move. It was supposed to be that. None of that shit matters. None of that shit matters. I'm sorry to swear, but like. You um, sweared. I swore. But. Oh, yeah. I mean, you swore. God. Sometimes my Latino side just forgets how to speak English. (laughs) Jeez. Can we edit that out, please, someone? please listen WWE did put a statement by the way saying that they were both okay good I had heard that they walked out on their own um, accord which is the thing that you look for most Um, so that is good I'm sure Sean will have updates as soon as they're available but uh, nothing else matters when that happens right Um, it was a good little match before that there were some suplexes that got traded um, a really nice springboard clothesline from uh, Carmelo that I, I thought looked really good for a two count, but none of that matters. And those moments are always so sobering. Um, when we saw Hangman get knocked out by just the weirdest thing of that over rotating on the lariat, <laughs> uh, like last year, a little bit. Um, when we see things like what happened with Big E and whatever, like this is a very dangerous physical sure. thing. And I'm very glad that we are in a period of hyper awareness about this. Um, because there used to be like a big, oh, he got his bell rung. And it was like, well, right. But that's in reference to your brain in your head getting yeah. sloshed around, right? Um, Samoa Joe talked about it at length at the uh, World's End press conference about when people were like, what's his injury? What's his injury? When he was out in NXT, he was recovering from a concussion. And he was like, we've gotten a lot better as a sport about um, – taking the time to properly heal from it. And we, we've learned so much about concussions and these things. I don't know if either of these guys are concussed or not, but just like in general, the idea of fully healing yourself before you come back is so important. And I I think we've really gotten away from this. What if I lose my spot? I can't disclose my injury. I'm hoping we're getting away from it. So um, not to be too soapboxy about it, but I'm just very thankful that this era of wrestling seems to be, more conscious of those things because it's dangerous. And we've also seen the ramifications of what happens when you don't take care of those things. It's sad and scary and leads to some really depressing circumstances in people's lives. So very, very thankful that um, we have refs that lean into throwing up the X instead of not doing that because safety first wrestling just doesn't matter that much. Um, No, but you're an investment to the company too. You got to protect your investment, you know, that's right. That's right. So so we will see. Let's just hope those guys are okay. I'm sure Sean will give you updates as soon as he possibly can. <sighs> we do. 
move on and we get an announcement that I know you're excited about. It's a nice little palette cleanser from Injury Talk because we find out that the spooky Scottish witches, Dawn and Fire, will be taking on Chance and Carter for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. There's going to be a contract signing for the Royal Rumble uh, main event that will take place. And we also will get the KO show with Logan Paul going down. But the big news on this show is for the spooky Scottish witches. That is what mm. we're excited about. We get a tag team match. Finally, we get some follow-up, some good stuff here. I don't know where Nikki crosses. She was being weird on Raw for a while and then just went away. So I don't, I don't know if she's going to be folded into this like we were kind of hoping. There's right. a fun opening for Piper Niven to enter this if you did want to break up her and Chelsea. Um, or you can just have your spooky Scottish witches out there kicking ass. But either way, we get to see them back in action. They got called up and hardly did anything. Alex, I will give you the floor because I know you are emotionally moved by this. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not only emotionally moved, <coughs> but, but physically, because I'll be able well, to get on. up and cheer for my lady. Wait, what? <laughs> we don't have a blue chew ad today. I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought no, but um, <laughs> I made it weird, not you. Behind the paywall, my friends. That's right. Um, I am so excited. Uh, Royal Rumble's finally must see to me. Uh, you have to order it calling your cable company, however, you get your pay per views, PLEs, whatever you want. <laughs> PLE, call them. baby. Um, I'm so happy for them. I hope that they get a chance. I hope they get not only that, I hope you know the current champions are not bad by yeah, any, they're good. any stretch, they're really good. but you know. <laughs> you like the the physical hard hitting i want these women that know how to like I, you know where if they hit me i wake up the next morning i'm like i just got hit and that felt great you know and i think my back I is think realigned my yeah everything just feel the world is just perfect again i think that they can win the championships i think that they can defend it really well i think that the women's uh side of things should start to feel like hey we have enough women to start tag teams and really put these things in the forefront because they've to me they still feel like they're in they're in the back not really doing much with them you know i know we had the uh a couple vignettes here and there where they're at the club chilling you know i don't know that's how the kids still do it you know whatever (laughs) but but for me alba fire that team has to start getting hot yeah I because agree. because At least get them on tv and getting some wins for sure please get some wins under them i know it's, it's wins them yeah yeah it kind of does when it comes to this because you want to see them thrive and even if they don't beat the women and get the championship belt you have them on a major pay-per-view you expose them to a huge crowd oh the bars They're went coming. away there we go I just we were having spooky Scottish witch talk, and I know you are also a fan. And I saw some people in the chat saying, "By the way, we don't talk." Oh wait, no, this way. High five. There you go. We don't talk. uh, (laughs) We don't talk s on any other wrestling media publications except for ones that I can't even refer to as publications. So uh, none of that in the chat, please. But the thing with the spooky Scottish witches is they haven't been on TV. They deserve to be on TV and they deserve wins and that should matter in women's tag wrestling. That doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to ever Mm -hmm. be the case. 
But I will say, and I know the the trope of like, oh, they're all Scottish, so put them together. Both opportunities of Piper Niven joining them or Nikki Cross joining them are both home runs. And it's not just because they're Scottish. I feel this way with like the Kyrie Sane, Asuka, Io idea. It's like not just because they are um, Japanese, but because they have history together. And that that trio was just fun because they sure. all have such different strengths. So um, not because of that, but it is a cool commonality when all of the other pieces make sense. And I think splitting up Chelsea and Piper to make that happen when we're building women's factions, which is just also a cool thing that doesn't yeah, happen all that yeah. often, no. um, could be a really, really fun opportunity. But we are celebrating spooky Scottish witchdom today. And so, OG Alex, is there anything you would like to say? Yeah. They showed up out of the blue on Christmas to attack the Kabuki Warriors for no reason. <laughs> I never explained it. Last week, Bailey said the Kabuki Warriors were getting a tag team title shot tonight, which didn't happen. And now the Spooky Scottish Witches just get one out of the blue next week without ever interacting, not once, not for a second, not ever, with Katana and Caden on the main roster since they got called up in June mm -hmm. or May, April. And immediately lost the titles to Rhonda and Shayna and then went off TV for months and months and months. Had a couple of vignettes about cursing the tag belts, but that went away. Showed up at Halloween Havoc for a second, and then that went away. I love the Spooky Scottish Witches. I don't appreciate them never being on TV, and then you just advertise them for a match that they, in storyline, have no business being in. And then... They'll probably lose that and then be off TV until May. This is what needs to happen. Yeah, Their true. name needs to officially be changed to Spooky Scottish Witches. I know, well, no, crazy, it doesn't make sense, but we are here for this. We are here for Spooky Witches, Casey Squared Mirror, Alex Invitational. We got our Spooky Scottish Witches back, and we got Tekker set on national television. I'm so happy. Doesn't, it doesn't take much, does it, Kate? No, I just, it, I like technical wrestling a lot. And I like that Pete Dunn, I like that there was like, what's the name that's going to draw you out of this? Pete Dunn's the name. The name is Pete Dunn. Make Butch go away it. and bring You couldn't say it. You couldn't say it. Not yet. I'm so excited but because I saw the words being almost coming and then... No, no, he's gonna he's gonna word vomit them next week. The chat decided that I'm opening a tech or coffee bar, so we have cute yeah. little names for all of our drinks, Alex. If you ever want to get in on that, oh, oh that's but good. Before we go to our main event, there is something that I wanted to tell you, and it's not just that I'm a technical wrestling nerd; it's that I'm a technical wrestling nerd with Nord VPN. I'm gonna be ordering pay per views. Protectors all over the place, okay? New Japan Strongs tomorrow. <laughs> I want a secure connection when that happens. And you Let's know what? Go. I also don't want to pay full price for pay-per-views. It's not the case with New Japan, but in general, it's like, it would be nice to pay the same as people in Lithuania, and there's ways to do that. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, 
all that good stuff in any combination of the three if they're doing a fight circus or something like that this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys change your virtual location pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the uk in australia etc etc and you can get different interfaces maybe you don't like peacock and you want to check out the wwe network the way that it used to be the way that it was designed to be the easy navigation so on and so forth maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them nordvpn.com fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee even better 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. I want to vouch for them because that is just re-upped my Nord. Yeah, you using, did. Using code word Fightful. Okay. And I got it for another two years. So I'm super excited. That's what up. It is sincerely a great great savings if you use the code fightful meet normus chiming in saying i'll have a drop toe hold with no foam and an extra shot of espresso please we call that the sean rossap special around these parts okay Mm. because not only is there no foam and an extra shot of espresso you also control the wrist when you're drinking it so that you spill it on yourself which is how a drop toe hold should be done properly okay so (laughs) sean sincerely has a better drop toe hold than Okada, which the only logical conclusion to draw is Sean's a better wrestler than Okada. That's the only conclusion sure. that can be drawn. But I have a couple of conclusions to make about this main event, and they all have to do with what happens when you start a match and somebody just chooses to enter it. We have what's <laughs> supposed to be a three-on-two handicap match um, for the reasons that I outlined earlier in the show. Uh, but Randy Orton goes to make his entrance, and he gets attacked by Sola Sokoa and Uso. Who could have seen such a thing coming? Attacking from behind as we go to break. And so we start the match as a two-on-two match, but then Randy Orton just comes out later. And I say, it makes no wrestling sense. But I also say, good for Randy Orton, who was like, I am going to ease back into my WWE run <laughs> after being injured, and my minutes are controlled and maximized. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I am taking the hot tag spot. I am not putting myself in danger that much when I first come back here. Uh, I'm assuming this is why Alex Pulaski decided he wanted to come in and rant because another main event spoiled by bad wrestling logic. So I will go ahead and let Alex rant. The baby faces get the win. Surprise, surprise. Alex, go ahead. No, I mean, I just, I, I'm, I was fine with it being a three on two. But then once it starts as a two-on-two, I feel like it has to end as a two-on-two. I I knew for a fact Randy was coming out. Oh yeah. I just I just thought he was gonna come out and like give an RKO to Solo on the outside while Jimmy was the legal man, and then AJ was gonna get the pin, really, and I was gonna get the pin. The idea he would come out and then get into the match and actually be the one to hit to take it score the pinfall. I was like, I feel like that shouldn't be legal. <laughs> the, the once once there's two guys in one corner and two guys in the other corner, you go ding ding ding. You can't just add a third guy to the match, no matter what it was originally booked as. No matter who had the idea, this is a three on two. Well, once the once the ding ding happens, What's then the it's the, it is what it is. The ding the ding ding is paramount. 
Honest. The ding ding is paramount, Alex. Thank yeah. you. Um, no, never mind. <laughs> Jism saying, Randy's saying, screw your big ass to solo. <laughs> the show was ending made me laugh so hard. Randy Orton is like an uh, give no Fs era, and I appreciate it. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, A Shock pointing out the contract was signed for a three on three. That's that's probably fair, but it was not signed for a three on two. Was it so signed? we were already kind of was there a contract? Have there been contracts signed for any match that we did not see a contract signing for in the ring? Jeez, that's a good question. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I, I, I was thinking a lot of this week. I, was, I have no me. idea, but I have, yeah. I have absorbed nothing. <laughs> so I was like, did they have a contract signing for this last week? I don't remember. Oh um, yeah. But they did that. No, this was weird. The baby faces win, which is the right call. I do like, I've had this problem with like last week we had the non-finish and I was like, it's not my favorite, but I get how it advances the story and I appreciate that part of it. This was kind of the similar thing where it's like they can't win unless Roman's around. Nobody wants to hang out with the bad guys, which is refreshing. Um, they should be threatened by a team as credentialed and like as legendary as the one that's on the babyface side of this, right? Like all of those things make sense. But like if you start a match and there are certain competitors in the start of the match and a guy just enters later. That does seem a little out of pocket. Mm -hmm. Cardoza, did this bug you, or are you uh, more I mean, I'm so, uh, Are you a normal person, or did this are you a normie, you? or did this bug you? <laughs> no, it didn't bug you know because it, it's expected. It was a hundred percent. Alex just said it. It's expected. You knew it was going to happen. The minute he got attacked, it's such. It's a. It's built into the WWE uh, pro wrestling uh, wrestling entertainment bible. Um, you know, once it's on like the page 300 paragraph 12 line 14, it says mm. if such ex wrestler gets attacked uh, while he's entering ex wrestler will be able to come back at X amount of minutes. So I was just I was just sitting there waiting. When is he going to come out and kill everyone? <laughs> You yeah, know? the 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 double we we both try to cross body at the same time, and we're gonna lay there for a while. <laughs> yes, it was like, yes, yeah, cue the voices. Cue the, there yeah, in his head, yeah, and uh, and, uh, and and there they were when they did the, the when they did the the, the triple power bomb. You know, hoo ah thing that they you know they were trying to mimic. Oh yeah, they were all standing there, man. These three guys are jacked, bro. Like all three of them. <laughs> AJ just, Styles oh. ate everything in the GNC, <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> Everything that was, he was like, give me one of everything. He and has a farm like, full of chickens that the poor, they're just gone. They're just gone every day. It's just yeah. an entire chicken and broccoli yeah. and white rice. Yeah. My goodness. Broccoli and, and white rice. That's like does, the go-to. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Well, that does conclude our show. Uh, Pulaski, anything notable on Rampage to talk about? Because we don't have the Wii, so we didn't get our Rampage rundown like we usually do. Mark Briscoe is a Hardy Boy now. Like they 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 put Did a Hardy Boy's necklace around him and like Did he do this? Gonna... No, he she was she was he seemed okay with it for a while. He was kind of shocked, but in the back in in a backstage interview, they were like, We're joining the trios division and you're a Hardy Boy now. And he was like, All right. So I guess that's a thing. Like um that. oh Kate, you're gonna be devastated. Devastated. So Soraya and Ruby are backstage. It's Ruby's birthday. Soraya and Ruby are backstage. And Soraya shows her footage. Somebody mm. recorded Harley Cameron 
coming up to Ange in the parking lot and kissing him right on the mouth. And then and then she pauses it right as they're kissing. And then Ange Parker comes up, happy birthday to you. He's got a cake. And then she she takes it, she smushes it right in his face. And uh, Soraya's like, ha, 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 and then leaves the remote with him and, le- and leaves. He's there alone. And he wow. pushes play. And you can see right after she kisses him, he shoves her away and goes, like, what are you doing? What are you? So so she Ruby got played. That's Soraya. That Harley Cameron. They're homewreckers, I tell you. The home funny wreckers. thing was, this was right before Ange Parker's match. So he wrestled the whole thing with frosting all over his face. I like the continuity there. I appreciate the continuity. I'm sad that love is dead. The chat is saying even Renee got angry about it that I love. Uh, uh, Wheeler Yuta and Eddie Kingston is worth your time seeking out. Okay, sure. good to know. And also, Swerve has no conscience. Like um, <laughs> Matt Seidel tried that. The, what is Cabrada? Where he like he does the thing where he like puts he jumps and turns around and oh yes, his, and then he just like he just stopped him and then grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and pulled him all the way up so he could hit the JML driver. It's one of the sickest, most vicious things I've ever seen. Just, I'm going to take you by the hair and pull you up and then drop you on your head. It was great. Uh, also, Amanada and Sheeta killed it. It was great. Awesome. It awesome. Was great. Very excited we about love that. love to hear it. That was yeah. reported on FightfulSelect.com earlier this week. Queen Amanada signed by AEW. She's been signed for a bit, but uh, had some healing up to do, it sounds like. Will saying, I am happy, I'm just happy for our truth having to, the top-selling shirt with the Judgment That's Day. Funny. Him getting one before J.D. McDonough is just legitimately hilarious. I mean, yeah. I find that funny. Mm. Um, sounds like Rampage was a, a pretty decent little episode. Yeah, and Alex, that's not the only one-hour programming that is usually not that meaningful to AEW programming that we have this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've got Battle of the Belts where nothing mm-hmm. happens except for great matches. And heck, that's not the worst thing in the world that we can have. And I will be joining Alex in case Chris Jericho wins tag belts because he will have a nutty yes. on FightfulSelect.com like, tomorrow. <laughs> I, if, if, in case the worst happens and Chris Jericho becomes the tag team champions... Mm. Um, I need somebody to supervise me so I don't do something that no self-harm will happen. Um I have to be yeah, we'll be wa- we'll watching we'll be watching Battle of the Belts while talking about FT FT Garcia versus the House of Black because that's gonna be a trio's match for the ages. FT Gar, FT Gar, and then shortly after that, and probably during that. I will also have New Japan Strong on because there's Will Ospreay and Okada just randomly thrown just on Just randomly there. doing it. My dude, bad dude, Tito, and ZSJ are facing Matt Riddle and a mystery partner. I don't know who it is. I don't have any idea. There's a lot of fun stuff on that card. Trish and Dora and Julia, like, what are we doing? This is a just, crazy just card. Just because. a lot of stuff. I'm telling you, don't sleep on New Japan Strong. It's a really, really, really fun program. So um, I will do that as a watch along on my channel probably after battle of the belts because that card will probably just be picking up then anyway because they are on the west coast so they start late um so you can feel free to join me over there okada versus will osprey just casually being thrown on there last minute is bananas to me looking forward to that and of course hard to kill this weekend joel pearl is in vegas so i don't know what the Mm -hmm. post show plans are my guess is steven jensen will be joining on that um so lots of wrestling going on this weekend but 
Cardoza, what do you have going on, my dude? Absolutely nothing. I just suck and I come here Fridays. <laughs> That's not true. Nah, ladies and gentlemen. You can find me on uh, Twitter, underscore Alexis Cardoza. Really, really farming it up as of late. You are engagement farming, my friend. I have over 3 million <laughs> impressions in less than 28 days. That's what's up. And Make people that don't like me. Um, <laughs> you can also find me on threads at Alexis Cardoza, which is also uh, Instagram. Um, not working on anything yet. Next week, we're going to have some, um, I'll have some news on some, um, some, uh, projects that I'm working on, specifically uh, Ranger Stop and Pop, which is the uh, um, convention I do every June. Um, I host a show on there, and I also host the um, the YouTube show for them. So we're gonna, you know, we have celebrity guests from all different types of, uh, you know, cartoons, Power Rangers, everything just come through, and I get to sit down and you get to watch me talk to them, which is fun. And I relive I my can. my fandom and my kid life. So uh, yeah, keep a keep an eye on that. Other than that, man. I love you guys. Hanging out here on Fridays with me, Kalowski. We're hanging out tomorrow. We got stuff mm -hmm. going on all the time. You're a busy guy. Uh, yeah. What you got going on? Um, well, apart from tomorrow, uh, Monday, the, uh, who knows? Our truth is just going to get into more zany antics, wouldn't you know? And uh, other things I'm sure will happen on, on Monday. Um, Drew McIntyre is probably gonna do something. Uh, and on, on Tuesday, we get to watch the continued descent into horrible, disgusting healdom by uh, Carmelo Hayes. While on mm. Friday, he's the biggest baby face, and that's not gonna be confusing for anybody. Um, well, as long as he's not injured, hopefully, he's yep. okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, and uh, then Dynamite, and then we talk about Dynamite. Dynamite's gonna have some good stuff on it, so that'll be fun. Hell yeah, I've got a no days off kind of cycle that I'm in right now after being sick. So that. tomorrow I am with Alex. We're going to review Battle of the Belts and I will hop over to New Japan World. You guys can hang out with me there. Sunday I have commentary in upstate New York uh, for Excite Wrestling, twitch.tv slash Excite Wrestling with an X, no E. So this is wrestling. Um, Mondays, Fightful Select with this feller back again. Tuesdays, the NXT post show. Wednesdays at the Mark Order podcast. ROH on Thursdays here on the main channel and Fridays right back home here doing the SmackDown review. Guys, we thank you so much for joining us. There's a ton of wrestling this weekend. Watch what you like. Watch what you love. Have fun with it. Have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. We're out of here. <laughs>